Well, welcome back to another episode of the Miles Driven with me, Miles. And head of technological audio failure, Sam. Sounds about right. Yep. This week, I am Quizmaster because I am going to give Sam the theory test. So if you listen to our, it would have been about three episodes ago, Sam did the theory test. Well, was it feels quiz- like an age ago. Yeah, you were the Quizmaster and I managed to just pass by. Scrape. I think, I think you got I, the minimum you could no, get. No, I think I got one over minimum. Oh, did you? I think okay. I got a one over minimum. If I remember when I edited it, okay. I think at the end I got one over. Well, regardless, I'm going to fail because you'll edit it until I failed. <laughs> oh, mate, the questions that... I mean, I'm not going to read off the actual questions list. <laughs> if you're on the moon... <laughs> and you're looking at another car. <laughs> so we've got 50 questions. You can play along at home um, or in the car or wherever Do you want me listening. to write down if I get them right or not as um, I go? I'll just mark the ones when you get... Wrong. You sure? We're out of 50, so it's easier for me to just... Okay. I'm assuming you'll get more right than wrong. Oh, I'd hope so. Otherwise, I might not be able to drive home. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, question one. Ready. My phone is down, as we can confirm. Yeah, No, he's not cheating at all. Well, I mean, he probably I've got my hands crossed. (laughs) Yeah. He's got got the entire theory (laughs) written on his hands. Yeah. Right. You need to reverse into a side street. Balls. (laughs) Balls. <laughs> At what point is your car the biggest hazard to passing traffic? Right. After you've entered the side road, as the front of your car swings out, when you begin the manoeuvre, when you have completed the manoeuvre. Do you want the question again? No, I'm between two. It's when you begin the manoeuvre or when the front of your car swings out. Okay, well, you think, just in case you're listening, and because yeah, you, sometimes yeah. when you're listening, it can be a bit difficult to get it in your head. So you need to reverse into a side street. At what point is your car the biggest hazard to passing traffic? After you've entered the side road, as the front of your car swings out, when you begin the manoeuvre, or when you have completed the manoeuvre? I'm going to say when the front of your car swings out, but I could argue a case for the other one. Uh, as the front of your car swings out. Yep, yeah. That's the one you're going with. You have one correct answer. Three. I wasn't sure because you could argue for when you begin the manoeuvre because you are reversing into oncoming traffic. That's the, it's, yeah, it's the reversing thing, isn't it? That's yeah. Catch. I think a lot of people listen. So if you've got that one, we'll give you a half point for that, I'd say. Because yeah, you're re- yeah. technically you're reversing into oncoming traffic I think at that point. Th- that so. was quite a difficult question the way it was structured so especially if you're listening i'm reading it and you're obviously in the room with me but if you're listening to this on a podcast that could have been difficult to so one of your passengers is a baby you are going to place the rear facing safety seat in the front passenger seat yeah you must what must you first what must you do first make sure the airbag's not on is that one of the options uh, sorry to anyone, by the way, if I was ha- if I was stumbling <laughs> over that last part of the question, because I was reading the two lines. I was like, why are they asking it in such a... Right, okay. But anyway, yes, the options are deactivate all the airbags, make sure the child locks are off, deactivate the front passenger airbag, make sure the child locks are on. Deactivate the front passenger airbag. That's the one you're going with, yeah? Yeah. That is correct. Two for two. Absolutely smashing this quiz. 48 to go. <laughs> <laughs> You are allowed to use fog lights. Never in this country. <laughs> yeah, I say anytime you like, only when it is a, uh, only when it is completely dark. As soon as dusk arrives, when visibility is seriously impaired. When visibility is seriously impaired, surely, because it can be foggy during the day. What about if you're like a, a car cruise and you just want to show off your fog lights? Well, is there an option for when I want to be really cool? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that would be the anytime you like. <laughs> but you got it right, Sam. Yeah, when visibility is seriously impaired. I mean, so, some of them are really like obvious which one you should go for. Yeah. Some of them are a bit more I think it's the thing, ambiguous. Especially when they give you a question where they sort of, it's a statement and then a question attached to it. That's yeah. where, and then they give you two similar answers. I can see how some people can fall out with those. But this is question four. Okay. So far. Sam's nearly at 10% in the quiz, and he's got them all right. It's like a really intense version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, yeah, you win absolutely (laughs) nothing. (laughs) Your car is equipped with anti-lock brakes. These will reduce the chances of skidding under normal driving conditions when you need to brake in an emergency, when you need to slow down as you are driving down a steep hill, when (laughs) the road surface is good. 
or when you need to emergency brake? Uh, the second option. Yeah, yeah I think which so, is, yeah. yeah. When you need to brake in an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Last chance to say no, otherwise. No, no. He's got it right. <laughs> so this, if but, he gets this one, then he's 10% of the way through. Very good. At night, you are driving along a motorway that is well lit. You should. It's very rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't say. Blimey, I don't know where they've been driving. Probably in Europe somewhere, in the Netherlands, you know. Uh, make sure that all your lights are on, including your fog lights. <laughs> Just every single... You know, you... Whilst waving a beacon. Yeah, you see people talk about this like, on forums and stuff. And they say, when, I, when, when visibility is impaired, I drive along like I'm a Christmas tree. And you think, why? No, that's what? not helping anyone. <laughs> Just turn your lights on. That's all people need to see. Anyway. Yeah, so make sure uh, that all your lights are on, including your fog lights. Always have your headlights on. Not use your headlights. Only use your side lights. <laughs> Not use your headlights. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, save <laughs> it's them. It's well lit. Save them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always use your headlights. Always have your headlights on. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I've got. yeah, that's fine. Just want to double check. Do I catch you out? <laughs> Uh, under what circumstances are you allowed to drive over... I assume a... that was correct. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If anyone was thinking, I'm not sure whether it's lights on or off, whether the road's lit, then yeah. Uh, under what circumstances are you allowed to drive over a footpath? Oh, I could... See, I can give some really great sarcastic answers to this. Yeah. Uh, when you want to get lawful access to a property... As opposed to when you want to get unlawful access. That's <laughs> what you're trying to drive into someone's front living room. Yeah. Uh, when it is wide enough for you to do so, when you want to overtake slow-moving traffic, <laughs> yes, that one. That one. <laughs> uh, when there are no pedestrians on it. Oh, that's a tough one. So I'll give you again. Under what circumstances? Well, it's are between you allowed... the first and the fourth. Yeah. Under under what circumstances are you allowed to drive over a footpath? When you want to get lawful access to a property, when it is wide enough for you to do so, when you want to overtake slow-moving traffic, when there are no pedestrians on it. I mean, the answer is A, but okay. also a combination of B and D as well, because I don't care if you want to get lawful access to a property. If there's a pedestrian <laughs> in your way, you can't do it. So you're saying that you, if you want to get lawful access to a property and there's like a load of protesters lining the street. Yeah. Or, well, just, or just people crossing. Yeah, you, know. you can run them over and then when the police pull you over, you say, well... Well, I go and do the theory test. <laughs> the theory <laughs> test told me it was fine. Uh, you got that right, Sam. You signal your intentions by your direction indicators and brake lights, side lights, fog lights, interior lights. What? You, uh, you signal your intentions by your direction indicators and brake lights, side lights, fog lights, or interior lights. Brake lights. Are you sure, do you not flicker your interior light on and off when you want to do something? <laughs> and then when someone drives so, in to go, did you not see what I was yeah, doing? <laughs> I was warning all traffic with hand signals inside. That's why the light was on. What, what do you want? You, are you a complete moron? It's just a really badly worded question. It is, yeah. Uh, brake lights, you're saying, yeah. which is correct. Well, it's yeah. the only thing that will give indication to other people of, of what, what you're, you're doing. doing. Yeah. But as I say, if you want to give hand signals, turn your interior light on. I give hand signals sometimes, but they're not very educational. No. <laughs> I can't imagine you're switching interior lights on to make sure people can clearly see it. That's a good idea, though. <laughs> Sam's there with a torch just shining at his fingers. <laughs> it is compulsory to wear glasses or contact lenses when you drive if... You have 20-20 vision. <laughs> If that's one of the options. <laughs> uh, you're unable to read a vehicle number plate from a distance of 120 feet or Jeez. 36 metres without them. There is a problem with your eyesight. Uh, with, sorry, there is a problem with eyesight in your family. <laughs> <laughs> you have a disabled badge. So every disability now needs to wear a pair of glasses. Um, you're unable to read a vehicle number plate from a distance of 67 feet, 20.5 metres without them. I think I know this one, but yeah, this is the one that I'm going to get wrong. Master Hope. What was the two um, distances? They're the only ones I need to know because it's obviously not the other ones. Well, if you have a problem, well, my mum's got my mum in our family. Yeah. My mum has glasses, so I should obviously have to wear contacts at all times. Do you do not drive here wearing glasses? <laughs> right. So I'll give you the two that you've probably narrowed it down to, yeah. which is the number plate ones. Uh, it's a distance of 120 feet or 36 meters. Yeah. Or 67 feet. 
five. Let's go with the longer one. 120 feet. Yeah, why not? He's correct. Oh, I thought it was the other one, so I thought I'd got that wrong. So yeah, I think... My the, 100% streak continues. The, the big thing with all these sort of questions is just whatever is the absolute most ridiculous yeah. long-range thing. you know, If you can't read it from 1.2 kilometres away... Yes. <laughs> Unless, in the dark and the fog. How, how should you start every journey? Or you should get Google Maps up, print <laughs> off 14 pages, study the route, check. <laughs> or should you just get in the car? No, no, definitely. Every single time you should be doing this. You should have 15 maps in all different languages. Even if you're going to work that you've gone to for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> because your work may have moved. That's true. Uh, this is question nine. Okay, so we're nearly at... Uh, 20% yeah. through here. Uh, you really need to park, but the only place that you can see is within the zigzag lines near a pedestrian crossing. When you are, uh, when are you allowed to park there? Never. If you are only dropping off a passenger at any time other than rush hours between dusk and dawn. Now I can tell you from being in certain Eastern European countries the answer is always anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the places I've seen people park are just like that, that's a roundabout. Yeah, someone's on it. <laughs> now, dusk till dawn's quite ambiguous because dusk at the moment is about four o'clock. Yeah. And kids might still be at school. Yeah, they might be. Um, I'm going to say never. Just never. Yeah. But, but it says at the top here, you really need to. Well, that's true. <laughs> and if I did really need to park, I can only assume it's because I need to go to the toilet. Yeah. It's the only time I would really need to park. I think the highway code... and. Someone can correct me. I think the highway code used to actually tell people that if you need to go to the toilet or, and you're in the car yeah. and you can't pull over, that you should just go. Go. In the car? In the car. That's just insane. be free and easy with your car seat <laughs> and, and sort the mess out when you get home. No matter what you need to do. Oh, do that's it. insane. I'm pretty sure that there was some... No, I could, I could well be wrong. I could have just heard that somewhere and it could have been someone taking that the mess out of it. to all kinds of problems. That really could. Could it? Can you imagine if you're a passenger? <laughs> Five of you are in there. <laughs> Someone said, look, I really need to go for the second variety. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, when uh, Sorry, you are the first car in a queue waiting to turn right into a side street. Before you start to move, you need to check your right mirror. Yep. To check if any vehicle is trying to overtake you, to make sure that there is no traffic in the side road, to look for pedestrians, to look for traffic <laughs> that may be uh, emerging. Uh, the first one. It's the only one that makes logical vehicle. sense. Yeah, but there is a word pedestrians. See, to me, yeah. if pedestrians <laughs> click involved, that. always click that. <laughs> you're saying to check if any vehicle is trying to overtake you. Yeah. Yeah. It's correct. So Sam has now got 10 correct answers. 20% done. Had Miles got one incorrect by now, do we know? Mm, can't remember, actually. No. I'm not going to get too cocky yet. No, because I'll, I'll, I'll start changing the, the questions. <laughs> to get more difficult, yeah. Uh, how can you use your engine to slow down more? Right. Change into a lower gear. Put your car into reverse. That's the obvious That would answer. slow you down. Would... <laughs> yeah. Considerably for a you, while. You would, you would, yeah. Um, change into a higher gear. Put your car into neutral. Uh, the first one. Put your car into a lower but gear. What about if you're in an EV? Well, to be fair, if you wanted to slow down, putting it into neutral would slow you down. Well, it would. Not, friction, as, not a lot. Not as but... much as... Putting um, it into a lower gear. Yeah. However, I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise going from seventy and fifth to first. I think I would. Uh, if I was to advise anything, it would be not to be doing seventy in sixth and to go into reverse. Slow down. Yeah, true. That, that, I, I'd say they're probably equally as bad. Well, I think if you go into first, you're going to have uh, probably some, a lot of damage to your engine. Yeah. If you go into reverse, uh, if your car allowed you to, you'd have to be in a very old car. Yeah. But the catastrophic failures that are oh. about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> could you not put a new? Could you not put like my Astra? Could I not put that into reverse while driving? I'm sure I could. It I'm would grind sure the a cob lot. Won't um, uh, like it won't allow you to sort of go across the box. The box just won't engage reverse. Oh, okay. Well, that's I good. think I think it locks out after like second gear. It just won't. Right, okay. Now I, I'm saying I think that I don't want to say yeah. that. And someone's out there and they're listening to this podcast. Yeah. And they think, well, I'm going to go into fourth. Down the street, and I want to see if it will work. Yeah, because, and then send us an invoice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> technically, you're right that if you if if the cog can switch into reverse, like if the 
if you can manually select it, mm -hmm. that it should do so. Yeah. But I would imagine even if you did, you would snap the cog yeah. immediately. Well, it's like it? trying to go into first. It's very difficult to actually get the, the lever into first yeah. whilst you're moving at any kind of speed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Question 12. Uh, the two-second rule allows you to... Eat well, something when you drop it on the floor. I'd say none of these are the actual two second rule. You're just eating <laughs> stuff off the floor, but okay. Uh, keep a safe distance from the vehicle in front. Check over your shoulder. Check all your mirrors. Keep a safe distance from the curb. Oh, that's actually quite tricky. Okay. So the two that's second the first rule, two that I need to hear. The two second rule allows you to keep a safe distance from the vehicle in front. Check over your shoulder. Oh, it's not Check the all your mirrors. Keep a safe distance from the curb. Now, I'm... There was a rule when you were doing your driving lessons, wasn't there, that you had to keep checking your mirrors, but I can't remember what the time schedule for that was. I'm going to say I'm going to say the first one. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was the third one. You have got it correct. Because oh. was it was it every five seconds or something? Then? You were supposed to keep... Because yeah. you basically... It's a joke, isn't it? You're supposed to... You're driving along and you need to keep doing jagged movements with your head. You need Not actually look out the front. And like eight eyes <laughs> yeah. to be looking in every direction, yeah. Um, I can't actually remember what it is, but I, re I do remember there is that. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit longer than five. I think it's okay. like every 10 seconds. But you have to keep yeah. your awareness level. Yes. Uh, have you ever seen anyone do it? No. I remember when I first started I, driving. Do you know what? I quite often check my rear view mirror whilst driving. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'll just flick my eyes up and flick them back down. It's very rare that I'll use my mirrors unless I'm changing lanes. What I find odd is that when I first started to drive, I thought everyone did this. Yeah. And so I actually went to the effort of trying to make sure, even trying to think, if I'm looking here, can I see enough in my peripheral? Yeah. And then I realised I got in the car with someone else, and it wasn't our friend who crashed yeah. into everything in this <laughs> county, uh, but it, who was a sort of a respectable driver, and they were like, "Oh, I've never done that." Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know, I, I, but because obviously, if you when you yeah, take but it's your lesson, so drummed into you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. This is question thirteen. You have been invited to lunch. Well, this is a real step up for you, sir. Yeah. Someone invited you to lunch. Realistic. <laughs> You've invi invited to lunch in a pub. Okay. But you know that you will be driving in the evening. Right. What should you do? Go to lunch. Fly there, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> uh, have a hot meal with your alcoholic drink. Right. Can you imagine if they gave this theory <laughs> test back in like the 1950s? Yeah. I'd love to see what the answers would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Leave your flask at home. <laughs> yes, leave your hip flask <laughs> at home. And and order all your drinks at the bar so the barman can tell you whether you're in a fit state. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have a hot meal with your alcoholic drinks. Have no alcoholic drinks. Have just a couple of alcoholic drinks. <laughs> Drink a pint of water before you have any alcoholic drinks. Now, I have to say, Sam, Drink a pint of water. That's a tempting option there. Drink yeah, a it's pint obviously of... have it's... no alcoholic Isn't drinks. Isn't it known that if you drink a pint of water before you have any alcoholic drinks... Uh, alcohol has no effect on you. Because no the water blocks it all from if getting into your system. a single pint of water, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. It's a it's a little known secret. Yeah. Which, the well, the DVSA know about it. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, it's the, obviously, don't drink No alcoholic alcohol. drinks, yeah. Shockingly, that is correct. Although you could have a pint and a hot meal and you'd be fine. <laughs> no, not according to them. In the <laughs> evening as well. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to be driving next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> what should you do? Sit still and don't move. You're on holiday and planning to fly back home in two weeks. <laughs> should, you? should you take advantage of all inclusive right. alcohol? <laughs> you are driving in icy conditions when you suddenly go into a rear wheel skid. What okay. should you do? This is interesting. Wonder me. why, because my car's front wheel drive. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, this is interesting, isn't it? Because they're stating a rear wheel skid, but they're not stating whether you're in an all wheel drive car or a yeah. rear wheel drive. I know they'll argue it doesn't matter, but yeah. I think it does. But okay. Uh, st steer into the skid, brake hard, don't steer at all and let the car right itself, because cars are magic like that. <laughs> steer away from the skid. I bet it's going to be that answer of just let the car fix itself. Oh, it probably is. Do you want the question I'm, I'm, again? No, but I'm going to go with the one that the let the car don't steer at all and let the car do what it wants, just for a laugh. It's not correct. Hundred percent <laughs> down the drain. I would have gone for um, steer into the skid. That's the correct answer. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> right. Damn so, my foolhardery. <laughs> so Sam's basically doing worse than I was doing. Now. He's got one wrong. So. Yep. You want to reverse, but you. I thought it was going to say, but you also want to go forwards or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> you want to reverse, but you're doing right. 50. 
You want to reverse, but you are not sure that it is safe to do so. What should you do? Don't. <laughs> Wind the window down yes. and shout out the window for, I every, am reversing. for everyone to move out of your way. Reverse very slowly. Sec- sound your horn to alert anyone in the way that you are about to reverse. <laughs> There's some absolute corkers here, isn't there? Is here. Get out of your car and check. So, so, so for anyone, if I took too long in those answers, you want to reverse, but you're not sure that it is the safe thing to do. What should you do? Wind the windows down and shout out the window for everyone to move out of your way. Reverse <laughs> very slowly. Sound your horn to alert anyone in your way that you are about to reverse or get out of your car and check. See, I'm going to say reverse very slowly because I just can't imagine a scenario where they tell you to get out of your car to check. I imagine the DBIT say you should get out of your car every 10 yards to check the road <laughs> surface, but let's have a look. It is wrong, Sam. Oh, was it get out of your it car? It is get wow. out of your car. Okay. Well, I'll take that one on the chin. Get out of your car and check for anyone who um, picked that one. You got it, it, right. it would help if it gave you some context as to where you were. What? So, you know, if you're on the side of a dual carriageway, but you want to reverse, like, should you get out into the dual carriageway? You're sort of, you know, you've edged a little bit forward on a light, and you're yeah. just ahead of the line, and you've got no one behind you. Should you just slowly move backwards, or should you get out yeah. in a frozen, absolute blitz of a storm yeah. to and an ice patch, slip, <laughs> slip yeah. over, and then get run over by an Arctic? Yeah. <laughs> well, the DVSA said I was in the right. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, get out of your car and check was the right answer. Um, you are waiting to come out of a side street into heavy traffic. Which vehicle is the most difficult to see? A milk float. A tractor. A motorcycle. A lorry. Now think about this, Sam. I don't really understand. A motorcycle. You are waiting to come out of a side street into heavy traffic. Which yeah. vehicle is the most difficult to see? Oh, a motorcycle. A tractor would be in the field, so it would be more difficult to see. <laughs> but it might be in camo. Yes. Going a motorcycle. Yeah. No, it was a lorry. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a motorcycle. Was you said I was going to leave then. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Right. Uh, I was hoping I could throw you off a little bit. Yeah. Have a think about this. <laughs> I mean, a milk float. I don't even know what it's there. Like, you're sort of looking around. They have them anymore. Do you know, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw a milk float. Oh, a long time ago. I'm wondering if you lived in a sort of right in the inner city somewhere. Maybe. But anyway. I think they're like new ones now, though. The warning light for your anti-lock brake comes on and stays on. You should. Make sure that the handbrake is fully released. Get your brakes checked straight away. Check the brake fluid. Make sure that the foot brake is released properly by pumping it. Get your brakes checked. Do you want the question again? No. It's the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see how they could throw people with the handbrake one because if you're not mm. 100% sure yeah, that, and that the symbols are different. And also, if you're a new driver and you get check your brake fluid, you might think, oh, maybe I should just check. Yeah. Because you know, this this is get your brakes checked, but the other one says check your brake fluid. And if you don't know too yeah. much about cars, you may think... I wouldn't trust you, you could... to check my brake fluid. I could check your brake fluid. I'd have to go and get a brake fluid change afterwards. Yeah, I but... say, I'm not saying you'd be able to brake afterwards, but I could check it for you. <laughs> Just remove a little bit. Yeah, that'll yeah, do. <laughs> absolutely fine. You discover that your fuel consumption is higher than it should be. I realise you've been going sideways round and round about. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the most likely cause of this? Can I have a guess before you read them? Yes. Is underinflated tyres one of the options? No. Oh, okay. No. All right, let's go then. Um, so you for anyone... left open your boot. <laughs> for anyone, I'll give you the question again and I'll run through them. You discover that your fuel consumption is higher than it should be. What is the most likely cause of this? Driving over 50 miles an hour, steering too sharply, using higher gears, driving slowly. Driving, what was the second one? Uh, the second one is driving, uh, steering too sharply. Let's go with that one. Yeah, so I'll give, just in case you're listening, you're not sure. Driving over 50 is option A. Steering too sharply is option B. Using high gears is option C. Driving slowly, option D. Yeah, let's go with Sam's going to go with B. Yeah. Yeah. He is wrong, oh, ladies what? and gentlemen. That's two wrong answers. That's three wrong answers. Down. Three? Yeah. No, I think you've only got two wrong. No, because I did the jokey one. 
wrong. Yeah, that's the then one. Then I got the one after that wrong, and then I got that one wrong. Did you? Oh, yeah. well, I mean, we've got a recording of it, so it's not like we can't <laughs> check. Is anyway. it the first one then? Driving over 50. Yeah, but that's nonsense. It's bizarre, isn't it? Because if you were a consistent... If you're in the correct gear, then... Yeah. In fact, if you're doing 56 miles one. an hour on a motorway, yeah, that is... I don't know who's come up with that. Yeah, that's a silly question. If it's a driving over 150... Yeah. Or driving but then at, you're, then driving at 50 issues. in third. Yeah. I was, uh, maybe maybe this question should start. You, should, you discover your fuel consumption is higher than it should be whilst in first gear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right, question 19. So we're coming up towards halfway. On a three-lane motorway, which lane should you usually drive in? The left-hand side and one. Which lane <laughs> should you drive in or which lane is Sam in? <laughs> lane, lane one. Uh, the, yeah, the, I'm, I'll just give you the options quickly because I think yeah, it's fairly yeah. obvious. But it's the right-hand lane, the middle lane, any lane you like, the left-hand lane. Well, most people in, in this country subscribe option to C. any lane. <laughs> yeah. But the left-hand lane, I assume, is the one you can go for. Yeah, or the right if you live in a country that drives on the oh, wrong the, side of the road. Yeah, good point. That was correct. Uh, you are involved in a collision in which someone suffers a burn. A burn should be called for at least... What, like some of you going, oh, your car's whack. Exactly. Oh! <laughs> this is you should record it and put it on social media. <laughs> I can't believe this is a question in your driving. But okay. Yeah. But, but I mean, you'd, you'd think this is where you'd have... Par- I mean, if someone suffered a burn in a car accident, I'd assume that there would be paramedics. Anyway, sorry, I'm going off the point. You're involved in a collision in which someone suffers a burn. A burn should be called for at least one hour, five minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Was one of them five minutes? Yeah. Go with that one. It is incorrect, Sam. Yeah, but... 20 minutes is the answer, just in case for our our listeners. So that's another one wrong. Yeah, four now. He might not even pass at this rate. Yeah, (laughs) he might might not even get through the whole test. So that was question 20. So we're two-thirds of the way through. Uh, sorry, not no, two-thirds. No, we're twi- uh, 40% of the way through. That's that's the thing I was looking for. Right. You should not reverse. Ever, apparently. Full Unless stop. you're out of your vehicle. Uh, you should not reverse. <coughs> Option A, in a built-up area. Option B, for a distance longer than the length of your car. Option C, into a side street. Option D, further than necessary. Well, that's very ambiguous. So you should not reverse in a built-up area for a distance longer than the length of your car into a side street further than necessary. So it's two or four, obviously. But which one? Like, if, well, it could be. Uh, if you're reversing, oh, I can't give you any. Well, if you're you reversing round, if one. you're reversing round a corner, mm. that's going to be longer than the length of your car. So I'm going to go with option four. Considering further than necessary. Considering reversing round a corner is something you can get on your test. It's correct. Good. Right. Yeah. Sam was oh, been really ready to argue that one. one yeah. <laughs> Which of the following statements about driving around pedestrians is correct? You should never be on Straight the road. Straight through them. <laughs> <laughs> you should drive your car on miles before you drive. Drive your with your windows open shouting, why are you in the road? <laughs> yeah. So, which of the following statements about driving around pedestrians is correct? Always drive slowly and carefully in residential areas and crowded shopping streets. Be particularly careful in home zones and quiet lanes. Keep your speed down when you're when you drive in an area where there are children. All of the above statements are correct. All of the above statements. It's always, are all of it's the above, always that it? one, and yeah. it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> there is an obstruction on your side of the road. You should drive for it. So that, that's safe to do does, so. Yeah, if there's yeah. an obstruction, he just hits it and he has to go to hospital. <laughs> um, so there's an obstruction on your side of the road. You should stop and give way to oncoming traffic. They have the right of way. Drive through slowly. Whoever is there first has the right of way. But you do not want to drive dangerously. Continue driving. You have right of way. Accelerate. In this situation, the first through has right of way. The first one. Oncoming traffic has priority. Right. I just want to point out, I'm going to just give that answer. Right. That's Marxist correct. Yeah. I saw quite a long argument being had. I think it was on social media of some description. Right. Between two people. And one of them was arguing vehemently Mm -hmm. that the highway code said no one ever in any situation in the history of time 
has what is referred to as right of way on the road, no matter what it is, okay. because it was showing this example. You know where you're driving along a road mm -hmm. and they narrow the road. Yeah, so you've got and they a, put a sign up of a white a white arrow and a red arrow. What we would refer yeah. to as your right of way. Yeah, and they were arguing it's not right of way. It is a um, it's priority. Okay, so if you're on that side, you have priority because what was happening to this person who had put the recording up and was showing mm -hmm. everyone is that they were driving, they had the big arrow, yeah. something that was there. I would refer to it as right of way, just yeah. because that's how I've always heard it. But I, I They're quite similar, though, aren't they? Really? Yeah, it's but a very let's pedantic argument. Priority. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the major difference was that if you have priority, other cars can go through if they want to. Right. You may have priority to, but that doesn't mean you have any uh, extra well, that's rights wrong, then. to. So this person in the video... They get halfway along this bit of the contraflow. Someone in a a very large executive vehicle has already decided they don't want to wait. Yeah. And they basically have a standoff for a minute. And the right, person okay. on the other side then backs up. And someone's basically saying, you know, who's in the right, who's in the wrong. Yeah. I, I just wanted to bring that up because... Oh, it's, well, it's, yeah. As if, I see it... If you've got the white arrow, you the larger white arrow, then yeah. you have priority or right of way. It's... The, it's one and the same. Really, Basically, to me. if if you ever have, if you're ever on the side where you've got the smaller arrow, to me, you yield. Yeah, well, like, you're driving into their lane, so yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really? make any sense. What I know, a stupid I know it's argument. not quite this because it says there's an obstruction. Yeah, but I just wanted to point that out because it was just an interesting thing that came up the other day, and I've I've never seen it before. When I lived in the countryside, in the southwest, mm -hmm. there was a road that must have had five or six of these as like a traffic calming measure. Yeah, and People were pretty respectful of it. You'd have the odd person that would just think they could nip through and then they yeah, get a yeah, beat because yeah. it means the other person's about to change their speed and blah, blah, blah. But generally speaking, people understood it. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought, well, everyone understands them, don't they? But then yeah, I may have just... Definitely been... not. <laughs> no, and of course, this was a, a major... I say a major stretch. It was a sort of countryside village connecting several villages that then went towards Bath. Yeah. So I suppose a lot of the people driving up and down it go along it a lot so yeah you know, they, so they're, they're used, used to, to it, it yeah but if you have someone that's not so used to it and maybe yeah, quite possibly been in that scenario but anyway it was slightly different to the question but i just thought i'd bring it up this is question 24 or 50 i'll go through the next few a little bit quickly so that we don't okay overrun for time in which of these situations should you use your hazard lights if you're being towed if you have to drive slowly because the weather is bad when you have no choice but to cause an obstruction, if you have parked in a spot that isn't allowed. Jesus. So it's in which of these situations should you use your hazard lights? If you're being towed... Well, you have to use them when you're being towed. If you're being towed... Towed, you do. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. If you're on a tow rope... Yeah. But then what about if the AA have got you on the... They always put your hazards on. They do. Well, yeah. but then Pick again... That. If you drive slowly because the weather is bad. That one, no. But then the third one. When you third have one, no choice but to cause an obstruction. Yeah. Go with that one then. Because the towing one and then maybe if you're, is a bit if ambiguous. you're parked in a spot that isn't allowed. So now, when I was driving past all delivery drivers who were stopped outside of Anandos recently. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. They just parked on double yellow lines and they just had yeah, their hazard lights. But you see, that's illegal. Go with the third option. I think that's correct though, because that's <laughs> what I keep saying. <laughs> right. Third option. Yeah. Oh, he got it correct. Yeah. See, he should have gone with his first answer. He got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are driving along when you come across a cyclist. Oh, good. When you overtake, you should give the cyclist as much room as you would a car because, and there's a picture here of exactly where the car is. So the car is fully on the other side of the road, completely yeah. in going in towards oncoming traffic in this picture here. Your cyclist might stop and get off. Uh, the cyclist might want to move into another lane, the oncoming traffic yeah. lane. <laughs> the cyclist might want to turn right. Yeah. But now you're, I mean, they would be turning into you. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I don't want to question them. The cyclist might swerve. So go with the last one. The cyclist might swerve. That's the only logical correct. answer. Yeah, it's correct. So yeah, they're, re they're basically saying that you should treat it like a car, get all the way into the lane because... No one knows what a cyclist might do. <laughs> yes, that's what they're saying. <laughs> what is the purpose of a catalytic converter? I don't like any of these answers. Right. 
to allow exhaust emissions to be recycled, mm-hmm. to convert toxic pollutants in, in exhaust gas to less toxic pollutants, yeah. to make the exhaust system last longer, right. to reduce the noise from the exhaust system. The second one. See, the reason I don't like the question is because... It doesn't convert it into other stuff, though. It just removes some of the... Yeah, but the thing is that it does also quieten an engine. Yeah. So it's kind of, they're giving you a correct, but anyway. Yes, convert toxic pollutants in exhaust gas to less toxic pollutants. There you go. What can you expect to see on triangular road signs? Oh, I hate these ones. Directions, warnings, information, instructions. Warnings. He's got it right. Yes. That's a shame. <laughs> I, did, I did my, uh, I did my um, health and safety training at work recently. Did you? Yeah. Did similar. that come up? Oh, it's okay. not the same, but it's similar, oh, but like the, the shapes and stuff. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are driving down a hill when you notice that there is a car parked on the other side of the road, which is causing an obstruction. There are heavy lorries coming up the hill towards you. Yeah. What should you do? Give way to them. Pull over behind the parked car. See, Sam, you were going to go with sensible answers, weren't you? Yeah, how silly of me. Hang on. Slow down and give way to the lorries. Speed up so that you can get past as quickly as you can. Keep driving as your normal speed because you have right of way. Well, you do, but I would say the second one, give way to well, the, the lorries. The argument but... is, do you ever have right of way? Sam? Well, exactly. <laughs> apparently not. You're going to go slow um, down and give yeah. way to the lorries. You know what? That's got to be correct. It is correct. And I think, but it, it also contradicts the last, the other question about who has right of way and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. because this is an, there's an obstruction on their side of the road. Yeah, so they should. If we're going by if the we're question going by about the three questions, question, yeah. yeah. But this is where I do wish people would use a little bit more common sense because you do yeah. sometimes see this. I had it recently. I think I mentioned it on the podcast that came up to a roundabout and a lorry was uh, it was um some fifty and sixty roads were coming all up to one big major roundabout. Yeah, and this lorry. Had tried to, I could see he was slowing down. I was sort of looking right, I was clear, but obviously he can't see over the roundabout because there's shrubbery and trees yeah. on it and stuff. And he's tried, he's braked, and I think at some point realized he'll be in the middle of the roundabout by the time he stops. So he's just carried on, completely cutting across in front of me because I've then carried on because there's no traffic. Yeah. But there was enough time for me to brake and not hit him. Yeah. Within, so you just you know, use a bit of common sense. Within, You'd be like, oh, for God's sake, mate. Yeah. But you but don't. There was within a safe margin of me saying, yeah. I was at no risk of hitting him. Mm-hmm. He's in a lorry. Yeah. Or she, because I didn't get a good look at the driver. So they obviously realised they've got 30 tonnes to slow down. Yeah. It's not happening. So yeah. it's best for them just to carry on. Try and get across as quickly as yeah. possible. Cause yeah. a slight inconvenience to one car, which was me. Yeah. But not, you know, fry their brakes or anything else like mm-hmm. that. So, I think, and a lot of people, I think, would just sort of go shouting at Lauren. Oh, of course like, they would, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just humans doing human things. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I said I was going to go quick with these, didn't I? Well, That's right. You've still got another, like, 26 questions for this. Uh, <laughs> one question, 29. Oh, well, there you go. All your passengers must wear seatbelts unless... An infant is sitting on a passenger's lap. I thought <laughs> I thought wow. you were saying an infant is sitting on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are driving in a congested area. You are exempted for medical reasons. You are sitting in the back seat. Now, you're not allowed to have a sensible answer. I'll give you the Greek answer from when I've been in Greek, which is definitely if an infant is sitting on a passenger's <laughs> yeah. lap. I've seen that so many times and you just think, my goodness me. So it's if you're exempt for medical reasons, but I don't know what medical reasons you could have that would exempt you from I suppose if you've had a hip operation or something, maybe yeah, you possibly, can't yeah. get the, the bottom yeah. of the belt around your... There'll be something, but yes, that's the correct answer. Very good. Want to roll now? The hard shoulder of a multi-laned carriageway is for... Stopping for, go- for your child to go for a wee. Close. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> Stopping if you need a rest. Yep. It seems to be the way. <laughs> Stopping in an emergency. Reducing your speed so that you can leave the carriageway. Oh, yeah, that one. Building up your speed to join the carriageway. So you've gone down the slip road. Slowed down. Stopped because you need a rest. Yeah. And then you need to be able to speed up up again. Do you know what's funny is, though, several of these are, to me, correct. Because if you have stopped on the... Yeah, you need to use it to build your speed up, not do what some people do and just just, join. (laughs) Yeah. But so it's funny, isn't it? You get these where they obviously they know they're giving you a few answers. Yeah. Go on, Sam. Yeah, obviously uh, only for an emergency. Stopping in an emergency, yeah. Which is correct. You are driving in fog. 
you should keep your speed down because some of these break. You might want to take a picture. <laughs> your brakes may not work properly in the dampness. Okay. There you go. So you didn't think you were going to get yeah, that. Didn't did you? think we'd go down that road. The engine is likely damp. Yes. So it will need more time to warm up. That is very true, yeah. Yep. You may be dazzled by other drivers' fog lights if you drive more quickly. Okay. It is more difficult to see what's going on. So you're not allowed to answer the fourth one. D, so. <laughs> I think I'll go with the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some funny answers, isn't it? There um, is. Ironically, most of them seem to happen. But can you imagine saying, oh, yeah, it's because the brakes are damp? Well, well so the person I was following to work this morning may well have been using that excuse because they drive, they drove down and it wasn't thick fog. They were driving down a national speed at 30. Oh, yeah, I've been behind. With, with their rear fog light on. Oh, well, dazzling me nicely. Well, then they six. were correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you not see their brake lights either then? So no. you're just <laughs> driving along, no idea if the car in front of you is stopping, but fortunately they're only doing 10. So. <laughs> you are driving at night when an oncoming car dazzles you with its headlights. What should you do? Turn yours Sam, on. Sam, <laughs> what should you do? Turn yours on until they turn theirs off. <laughs> Slow down and perhaps stop. <laughs> Obviously not. Brake hard. Yes. Flash your headlights at the other driver. Have you ever seen Sam flash his headlights? <laughs> <laughs> Speed up so that you can get past it. I actually think it will be flash your headlights at the other driver. Knowing the deviant, don't knowing how yeah. they will phrase these, I think I know which one it is. And I uh, is it slow down and be prepared? To no, stop? no, I'm not allowed to give you clues, Sam. Because <laughs> uh, I could, I could be, I mean, I was wrong several times. Think, yeah, with that's that true. Same yeah. mentality yeah. of thinking. Well, how will they think? I'll give you the question again quickly. No, go with flash because it, it'll be wrong. But I think it'll be slow down. Okay, so and you're be saying to, to, the, to the question of you're driving at night when oncoming car dazzles you with its headlights. What should you do? You're going flash your headlights. At the oh, it didn't say they had their four beams on. When I'll go an oncoming like... car dazzles you yeah. with its headlights. But then I suppose that could be that they're incorrectly adjusted. I yeah. mean, they've just said headlights. So that could be high beams. Oh, slow down then. Which one? Slow down and perhaps stop? Yeah. Is that <laughs> it's wrong? correct. Oh, for God's sake. So you should be On driving... a national speed road, you should slow down in the dark yeah. and be prepared so to just stop. It's midnight. You're doing 60. It's a blind corner. Yeah. You've stopped. Yeah, but the PBLA wants to get... I can see no <laughs> risks of associating You obviously, it. I mean, the only way that it dazzle you really is if they've got their four beams on and you give them a quick flash to let them know that they've got they've their left, four beams on. Because some people have just forgotten. They've just yeah. left them on. They've been driving for quite a while. It's and been, there's been nobody come past them. And then yeah. they, you know, and so you give them a quick flash. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I had to double guess because I thought, actually, no, they would never advise you to flash anyone ever. No, there's exactly, no point yeah. in you having four beams. Yeah. The worst ones, of course, are when people have got badly adjusted headlights. They're blinding you anyway. So you flash them to say, your headlights are badly adjusted. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then they decide to just scorch you with the sun of their headlights <laughs> yeah. to prove some point of, my headlights are badly adjusted and I'm happy about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you understand, I've been able to identify you and not crash into you head on. <laughs> the car behind me may not have that same skill set. You know? <laughs> right, question 33 of 50. Okay. You come across an unmarked crossroads with other traffic approaching. Right. Who has right of way? The driver who is on the widest road. I think you we, asked me. Yeah. That. The driver who's on the widest road, whoever is driving the fastest vehicle, whoever is driving the biggest vehicle, no one. So there's the yeah, reality. you had answer. this question. Yeah. And I actually, um, I can't remember what I answered it. I think I know what I answered it, but I couldn't tell you 100%. Yeah, between the first and the last. It's so you come the across... widest road. I think you tried to reason the widest road because it would be the the, because the, it would be the, the main road but i yeah. think it's no one so i'll give the question again just quickly for people listening in case they're still thinking you come across an unmarked crossroads with other traffic approaching who has right of way the driver who is on the widest road whoever is driving the fastest vehicle whoever is driving the biggest vehicle no one no sam one. you're going no one yeah correct okay you are driving in the left hand lane of a motorway traffic is approaching from the slip lane mm -hmm. you should move into another lane if it is safe to do so i'm so glad they asked this question yeah because we can tell everyone what they should do if they don't keep at the same speed so that they will have to wait for you use, some people do that <laughs> use your horn to let them know you are going first. whilst doing that 
race them so they know that they will have to join the motorway behind you. And some people do that. It's the first one. So the last three are the behaviours that I see Daily. very, very regularly. Yeah. And usually all at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it is the first I one. Just, uh, you know Why what? wouldn't you move across? Uh, I had it the other week. I was joining um, a road that was 60, two mm-hmm. lanes. And someone was, they were enough distance where I was like, I don't want to pull out in front of them because I'll be doing zero, then 10, then 20. Yeah, yeah. And they're clearly doing the speed. So there's a bit of a gap here. But if they just pull over, then I will come out. And they just carried on, carried on, carried on. Yeah. So I just had to wait. And it was probably, you know, afterwards I thought it was dark. Sometimes when people have got very bright headlights, you can't quite judge their distance or their speed perfectly. So it is better just to say, I'll let them go past. Yeah, true. But. I could have just gone out with how long they took. And it could be, it was a dead road, so they could have easily just... Yeah, people just need to be a bit more aware. Pop the indicator on, move over, I would know, everyone's safer, I'll come out and I'll let them pass me because they may want to be on that inside lane. Yeah. And then everyone mm-hmm. gets moving a bit quicker. But, yeah. I so laughed I'd have clicked that and it was the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question 35. You are driving and want to use your mobile phone, but you do not have a hands-free set. This is allowed if your name is Sam and you live in Southampton in a Vauxhall Astra (laughs) with very low window lines, according (laughs) to the policeman. One of one. one. (laughs) Uh, You are driving on a motorway. You are parked and away from traffic. You are driving on a quiet road. Uh, sorry, uh, to anyone listening who's taken that joke a bit too seriously, that was about 10 years ago, Sam. Yeah, that. when I was very young. And <laughs> yeah, and to be fair to you, you don't use your phone in, you know, since you did get pulled for that. But just because someone will, will write into us and say, oh, of course. oh, I can't believe you're condoning this sort yeah. of behaviour. It's like, <laughs> no, you know, it was a long time ago and Sam himself will tell you not to do it. But the last option was you are confident that your driving will not be affected. Parked and away from traffic. And I thought I'm they'd sure be, it's I, not the last option. Well, I thought there'd be a never. No. <laughs> so you are driving and want to um, and want to use your mobile phone, but you do not have a hands-free set. This is allowed if you are driving on a motorway, you are parked and away from traffic, you are driving on a quiet road, you are confident that your driving will not be affected. Yeah. Parked and away from traffic is the correct answer. But I think the police currently would argue that that's probably incorrect. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of articles, yeah. isn't it? It's a, like, and also, if you've got a hands-free kit, you're still not allowed to use it now. Because you can't technically press yeah, buttons. Not allowed on... to press any buttons. So. Anyway, yeah, it's it's an it's the oddities, and then yeah, if a car manufacturer puts a screen in the car, and you operate it through that screen, yeah, but then now you're not allowed to use the screen, so, so you're not actually there's no point having the screen in the first place. Yeah. Right. Question thirty six. Once you're on a zebra crossing, you should allow pedestrians to cross, but rev your engine so that they will hurry up. Once you're on it. What, yep. So you're just covering yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, the picture. Uh, I can show you the options as well because you won't be yeah. able to see the uh, answer. That's the picture. It looks like an old Mark II Jag. Okay, yeah, so they are literally, literally halfway across it. Yeah, just sort of <laughs> okay. stopped. So you've you've pulled out your street and you've thought, I just want to stop along. Yeah. Not about halfway as along. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> right, allow pedestrians to cross, but rev your engine so they will hurry up. Uh, always sound your horn if you see a pedestrian. <laughs> Not on zebra crossings, <laughs> just at all. <laughs> Never stop. Unless there is an immediate danger to pedestrians, cyclists, or other motorists, stop and wave pedestrians across. Now, I'm just going to give the question again. Yeah. And for the reason being that I want to just emphasize that they're clearly showing you're on the zebra crossing. Yeah, yeah. So some people may hear this and think before. So once you're on a zebra crossing, you should. And then the options are allow Mm -hmm. pedestrians to cross but rev your engine so that they will hurry up. Uh, Always sound your horn if you see a pedestrian. Never stop unless there is an immediate danger to pedestrians, cyclists, or other motorists. Stop and wave pedestrians across. Never stop unless there's an immediate danger to the koala bears and the, that jung- is the jungle correct parrot. Answer, Sam. And I think it said etc. with koala bears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are carrying a heavy load on your roof rack. You should make sure that. Did BMW iX? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a load of postcrete on it. <laughs> Sorry, reference for an earlier podcast. Yeah. You can go back and listen to it. I think I've titled it something like the BMW iX podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're carrying a heavy load on your roof rack. You should make sure that it is secured properly. You are able to see through your wing mirrors. Okay. Oh, you sorry. You're able to see it through your wing mirrors. Oh, right. I thought <laughs> see through your wing mirrors. 
<laughs> transparent ones. It is loaded so that most of the weight is towards the back of the vehicle. It is properly covered <laughs> with plastic sheathing. The first one. It is properly secured. Yeah. You think that's the answer? <laughs> Oh, I thought it was going to be... Uh, got... See through your mirrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those transparent mirrors. If you are reversing, who is least likely to, to be seen by you? Okay. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Cyclists, children, motorcyclists, pedestrians. Children. If you are reversing, who is least likely to be seen by you? Yeah. Cyclists, children, motor motorcyclists, pedestrians. You're going children. Yeah, because they're small. That is correct. You are driving at the speed limit when it becomes clear that the driver behind you wants to overtake. What should you do? Where's the Sam answer? <laughs> you said this last time. You said the same jokes. <laughs> I know, and I'm going to keep going with the Sam jokes. I just want everyone to think that you're an absolute anarchist, an angry man on the road. <laughs> right. Wave the driver on when it is safe for him or her to accelerate. Slow down to let the driver know that you are not happy. Stay at the same speed so that the driver can overtake. Speed up to close the gap between you and the car in front so that the driver will have no space to move into. I actually think it's a tricky one because it could be the first or the third. So it could be mm. wave the driver past when it's safe to do so. But I'm going to go with stay at the same speed so the driver can overtake you. Yeah, see, I would... I, I, yeah, I think you're going to be right, which you are. But, I mean... We know what happens in reality a lot yeah, of time. But you slow down so but, that you know the drive the driver knows you're unhappy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea of just wave someone past, it that would probably be the Because you can see further down the road than they can. Yeah. So and you, you want them off your back bumper. Yeah. So, so if you just like say tractor go, drivers do, they'll they'll they indicate yeah, yeah. for you to That's let you know it. to go past. Had a tractor <laughs> went to the roundabout the other day. Tractor Clearly... As we all do at some point during the day, yeah. we just take a trip out to the roundabout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you made it sound like you were going to the shop. I nipped out to the roundabout the other day. <laughs> I got to the roundabout. This tractor, he came up. And you know when you see... You must have been excited when you got to the roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> Daily goal achieved. I've ruined this story, haven't I? Yeah. All I was going to say is that he was going at such a lick in this tractor. Like the absolute top it would go, which is probably 25. Mm -hmm. But as he got to it, you could see... He had made the decision about 50 feet before arriving it that he was going, no matter what. <laughs> Which should be, I mean, everyone, everyone, there was a car that, to be fair, did have to yield to him, but they clearly, I, I couldn't believe it. They clearly just thought, I'll nip out in front of a tractor. There's several wow. vehicles I don't want to try and nip out in front yeah. of. Yeah. A tractor is certainly up, up there. <laughs> certainly up there. Um, fortunately, I think they thought better of it in the end. But then he pulled out and he went the exact way that I was going. Ah, brilliant. Which I didn't mind because I thought, well, it. I would just started the car. Yeah. And I was just sort of turning around and I thought, well, I don't mind following a tractor for a minute while the car warms up. But it was just yeah. the I could then see him and he was like pinning it because he obviously felt bad. Yeah. And but I was like, him pinning it is 25. <laughs> and we're now going into an area where it's 60 roads and sort of. <laughs> And more stories to come from Mars's daily adventures yes, to the roundabout. This is, this is the, <laughs> there, there, an old, there was an old... The Magic show. Roundabout. The Magic Roundabout. <laughs> is Miles's Magic Roundabout. That'll be the new podcast, yeah. Right, when you drive at night, which of the following types of eyeglasses should you not wear? Sunglasses. Designer, tinted, bifocals, half moon. Tinted? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah? You don't want yeah, to go with some sort of like uh, design? Yeah, thing? half moons. Yeah, half moons. <laughs> Tinted's correct. That's question 40 out of 50. Ooh, so so you, need, you need me to get at least two more wrong. Yeah, so I'm just going to change the questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can change the answers. <laughs> I'm just going to give you half questions. You are driving in. So the options are... <laughs> <laughs> right, you are driving in heavy rain when suddenly your car starts to slide. This is called slipstreaming floating <laughs> aquaplaning water skiing <laughs> water, or water skiing or aquaplaning yeah we'll go with aquaplaning okay how should you cross a level crossing with gate pass fast and on fire <laughs> <laughs> might be an option <laughs> pass through both gates in one go pass through the gates one at a time cross and leave the gates open none of the above Oh, I see. It's throwing me with none of the above. Mm. So it was cross through both gates at the same time. Cross through one gate at a time. So pass, stop in the middle of the railway. <laughs> so pa pass through both <laughs> gates in one go. 
Yeah, we'll go with that one. Pass that... through the gates one at a time. Cross and leave the gates open. None of the above. The first one, surely. So pass both gates in one go. That's what yeah. we're going with. He's got it right. Yeah. How annoying. Otherwise, you're, you're stopping on a railway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there you go. As you do. <laughs> yeah. You're attempting to join a dual carriageway. You should. Drive along the hard shoulder until there is a gap in the traffic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Isn't that how you join? You keep accelerating <laughs> to 150. <laughs> in a traffic jam. <laughs> Give way to traffic already on the dual carriageway. Stop as you would at a T-junction and wait until it is safe for you to join the dual carriageway. Yes. Drive straight onto the dual carriageway. The other drivers will see you and give way to you. Oh, that one. That seems to be the general but That's the general rule. It's great, isn't it? There's what's happening in reality and what's the actual rule. <laughs> the second one. Give way to traffic already on the dual carriageway is correct. Which is effectively the same as the third one. Uh, Stop and wait until the traffic is clear for you to join. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you notice that there are pedestrians waiting on the pavement at a zebra crossing. It is obvious that you are waiting to cross. What should you do? Speed up to get past the zebra crossing so they can cross after you have gone. The UK standard. <laughs> Stop and wait patiently for them to cross. Ignore them because they haven't stepped onto the zebra crossing yet. Yep. Step on the zebra. <laughs> Stop on the zebra's lines showing your intentions to proceed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at it going, annoying, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to play this game with chicken? <laughs> the second one. The second one, stop and wait patiently for them to cross, is correct. Miles is absolutely fuming because time is running yeah, out. It is, yeah. <laughs> right, you are driving... Will he be professed as the worst driver on the Miles Driven? <laughs> by a theory test. Hey, well, they all count, mate. Well, we'll do a YouTube series of uh, brilliant drivers. We'll go and both retake our test to get better scores. Yeah. Yeah, obviously I'll loosen the wheel nuts on your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are driving behind a learner driver when you come to a red light. When it changes to green, the learner driver stalls. What should you do if your name is Sam? Beep, flash your <laughs> lights, swear at them. <laughs> so I was just going with the UK standard again. <laughs> yeah, I was the same. Uh, open your window and shout instructions yeah, to help. Yes. Get it moving, you bleeping, bleeping, bleep. <laughs> you need the clutch into the biting <laughs> Be patient and give the learner time to move off. Well, it can't be that one. No. Sound your horn and flash your headlights. Yep, the sooner, that, and, that and the first one. The sooner the learner driver learns that it's re what it's really like to be on the road, the better. Yes. That's a single answer. <laughs> Overtake the learner. The person will be embarrassed and not want you to be there. Oh, do you know what? It, all three of those happen <laughs> on a daily on basis. Daily. So there's... there's all Obviously, we things, have to wait and move them to move on. All these things are happening in reality, but what is the one that actually passes the test? <laughs> the second one. And he's correct. Be patient and give the learner time. To How many have we got left? Five. Uh, that was You're now on question 46. So five questions five to go. Right, you are driving. Now the options are... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are driving along a single track road when it becomes obvious that the car behind you wants to overtake. Oh, they're doing... They did this to me as well. Yeah. yeah. You should. Put your hands out the window and gesticulate to tell the driver that overtaking is not possible. Again, what happens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not it's not possible, but you yeah. don't intend to allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop in a passing place on the right-hand side so that the driver can get past you. Speed up so that the driver behind you will be happier. Pull into a passing place on your left or wait opposite passing place on your right. I'll just read me through them again, sorry. Uh, one second. I was taking the opportunity to... My bad. ...send a message. <laughs> <laughs> um, Annoyingly, I was doing that while you were reading the question, so I didn't hear the answers. <laughs> right. You are driving along a single track road when it becomes obvious that the car behind you wants to overtake. You should. Put your hands out the window and gesticulate to tell the driver that overtaking is not possible. Mm -hmm. Stop in a passing place on the right-hand side of the road so that the driver can get past you. Speed up so that the driver behind you will be happier. Pull into a passing place on your left. Yeah, that one. Wait opposite a passing place on your right. Yeah. So desperately hoping that was wrong yeah. somehow. <laughs> right. 
Um, so Sam got that right, by the way, just in case. Miles, you'll notice the tone of his voice now as he slowly loses interest as it I'm, gets I'm towards just question 49. Read them quicker and <laughs> less clearly. It won't repeat the next one. <laughs> right, you're driving down a steep hill. Uh, changing to a lower gear, changing. A, B, or C. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? Right, I'm going to guess the question was you are driving down a hill. What should you do to, ma- it, to help maintain control of your car or something of that? And close. it would be put it in a lower gear. Do you know what? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I, you're you're really, really close. So uh, you're driving down a steep hill and you want to go slower. You should change into a lower gear, change into a higher gear, put your vehicle into neutral, brake sharply on bends. I've got it right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can phase me, Miles. Change into a lower gear was correct. What is the purpose of an active traffic management scheme on a motorway? I think it's to give someone a job where yeah. they can feel slightly <laughs> empowered for a day and just do whatever they fancy. Is this because, question 48? Uh, it is. Ooh. Because whenever I've been on the motorway, and I've had these signs telling yeah. me I should do this, do that, get into every single lane there is, get yeah. into no lanes, Nothing's go home. Happening. No, nothing actually appears to be going yeah. on. Hazard ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Which Apart is just the signs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, oh, you need to slow down to 40. Why? Because the signs I said so. that I'm in control of <laughs> says you now need to do 40. And then you get to where you were going, and they say it's traffic calm, and you're yeah. like, but where I'm going... Is it was completely dead. Yeah. Like, you know, you'll get to like <laughs> junction five of the M1. Where yeah, that's what they'll past. say that they did that. Yeah, what? Well, it's completely empty there. Yeah. Not because people are mainly getting onto the M25 no, no. from the because M1. Because of the traffic coming. It's, yeah, because of the traffic coming. Right. What is the purpose of an active traffic management scheme on a motorway? To reduce the incidence of tailgating, prevent congestion, to encourage drivers to make more rest stops, to prevent dangerous overtaking. The congestion one. Uh, which is what they claim prevent congestion yeah Yeah. he's got it right according to this that that means (laughs) now we can only draw Uh, there is no way six wrong yeah i I thought you got seven wrong but but i'll go with six for now what was the minimum you need to pass you got the minimum you need to pass which was 43 i think so the 44 45 no i'm pretty sure i was plus one well we can go back and check but i'm fairly sure you got 43 you are driving through slow moving traffic and you want to change lanes. Before doing so, you should. Sound your horn to warn other drivers that you're about to do something. Look for motorcyclists weaving through the traffic. Use hand signals to indicate your intentions. Change into a lower gear. The motorcyclist. Look for motorcyclists weaving through the traffic. Yeah. Got it right. This is question 50 of... Here we go. Only four wrong. You should use your horn. This is brilliant. The question oh, 50 of 50 is for Sam. Yeah. You should use your horn what, every five minutes whenever you fancy so much that you wear it out and can't use it anymore. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> right, you should use your horn as a greeting to other drivers or pedestrians whom you recognise. Yep. Well, that is what happens. That's what happens. <laughs> to let others know that they have annoyed you. Yep, that happens. Certainly happens. To let others know that you are going straight ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Just constant horning. And just like waving your arm forwards <laughs> whilst driving on a road. <laughs> to warn others of danger. Well, it's not that one, Sam. No. So pick of the other Do you know what? I'm going to go risky, mate. I'm going to go with the last one. You're going to go with the last yeah. one, are you? My goodness me, he's got it right. Well, congratulations. The next podcast shall be introduced with Welcome to the Miles Driven, another episode of the Miles Driven with me, Miles, and the better driver, Sam. So you got 45 correct and five incorrect. Did I get five? I thought I've got you got four. Oh, well. I thought you got four as well, but it says, I mean, well. Yeah, no, yeah, I guess it's the jokey, the one that I said that uh, I went with the random answer, I think. Yeah. Passing is like the meaning of life. Now that you've excelled, you have a sense of, I forgot where I was going with this, is the quote, that, the same quote that I got when I Oh, okay, so well, that's good. What I'm just interested to do, if you just want to uh, hold on, Sam, and fill for just a second. Okay, I well, I can, re- I can happily revel in my glory, as we have now discovered, p- ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to bring up the, the podcast. owner of the Miles Driven, Miles. And also, I worked out the name is actually quite a clever name, and I've only just worked out that Oh, names. you realise I genuinely it's... only worked out the other day when I, right. I said to someone what it's called. as a Miles Driven. So, ah, yeah, because his name's Miles, which is what I thought it was, like the Miles Driven, just because it's... But then it's like the Miles Driven, as in the amount of miles you've driven. Yeah, very clever. Well and done. the cars I've driven. I mean, those it's only in. taken me around seventy odd podcasts. We're about eighty odd in. Yeah. <laughs> Are you listening to the end of the last podcast yeah, to see so what you got right? I just want to. But yeah, anyway, can... so the owner of the Miles Driven has 
I'm fairly sure we're about to find out. Got 43 out of 50 on his. And his co-host, who he would vehemently say is his co-host. Much as James May... Oh, hold on. I hope you can hear this, everyone. Everyone, you You have 86%. There we go. As professed by the best driver on the channel. Miles only got uh, 43. I, I got 45. Yeah. Uh, I hope everyone could hear that. Uh, for a uh, second, I was I was looking at the screen and yeah. they didn't hear most of it. But when they got to, when you got to the score... It yeah, I realised I was holding <laughs> it to the side of the microphone. It doesn't... It records only directly. But let us, so. not, let us not deprive you of information. Miles will reveal the score he got now. I got 86%. Yep. Yeah. And how many out of 50? Which would have been... 43. 43 yes. and you got 45 sam got two more right but so i better. would argue and send a message into the miles driven if you think this is the case because i think it is that his test was, was easier was easier oh, obviously than my right, test. yeah yeah <laughs> because i read those questions to him and even i'm thinking i got asked questions like you know if your car has a rocket booster underneath it and yeah, it's flown 50 feet did, yeah. into the air or if you are currently aquaplaning landing back and to earth with a wheel, bump <laughs> But no, no, big congratulations, Sam. There, nine percent. That's a decent. That is a very decent score. So, it what is. were the ones? I don't know if I can bring up the ones that you got wrong. No, I wrong. don't think so. They're, yeah, we'll have to. We'll listen I back don't and more. We'll, if I can, uh, we could record an extra segment and add it into the end podcast. Yeah, but it was forty-five <laughs> correct, five incorrect, ninety percent. Uh, for anyone who's taking the score at home, did you beat Sam? Did you beat me? Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed at myself because I genuinely, and it, this might sound really arrogant, I genuinely expected to get 50. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really annoyed at the ones I got I wrong. I think, but you set yourself up for a bit of a fall because didn't you... The first one I got wrong was when I was sort of messing about a little bit and said, oh, we'll go with that one because it's funny. On your actual theory, though... I got one wrong. I got 29 out of 30. Uh, yeah, I got... No, I got full marks on my actual theory. I got uh, a minor in my practice. Okay, yeah. So... I think you've set yourself because you've got that. Yeah. But then it was 20 questions when we did it. Uh, 30. Was it 30? Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay. So obviously there's more questions now. But yeah. I don't, the only thing with it is that they seem to have brought up a lot of sort of modern issues. I say modern yeah. issues, but issues of today, yeah. like the whole merging and people uh-huh. beeping their horns and shouting. But concentrated less on the stuff that I had to answer when I was doing it, which was all about sort of. It was all about stopping distances and all this sort of stuff that you. Yeah, I guess like, you could argue it's it's all relative. But... Like they're trying, like to me, it's almost like these are what bad drivers are. Don't be one. Whereas when I took it, it was like this is the good. This driver. is how to be a good driver. Yeah. yeah, they were like ignore all the bad drivers. We, yeah. you should be a good driver. Well, what they're now... what they're telling you is how not to be a bad. They're telling you what a bad driver is, but not how to be a good driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just avoid being bad. And yeah. it's like, well, the best you'll be is average. Yeah, so is that what Which we want? Which is why we are where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, I hope. That um, it's like if you've got a better score or you've got an equal score or whatever else and you want to send it in, you can. Sounds deflated, doesn't he? Well, it's a sad time. It's the not the first driven. time you beat me on some car related quiz, I don't think, mate. I know. So, you know. I'll accept that. No, it was a good. It was a good. Uh... Yeah. It was an easier quiz. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, that was a good result. Um, yeah, if you do want to send a new score, then it's uh, the Miles Driven on Facebook, you'll get Sam. The Miles Driven on Instagram, you'll get me. And you can always leave a comment on one of our YouTube videos if you want to speak to us as well. Because I get alerts on that. So we're a bit quicker. Yeah. Um, And if I'm not doing it, I can just say, Sam, can you answer these Mm -hmm. YouTube messages? So it's just a little bit quicker when it's YouTube, that's all. Otherwise, have a good week, everyone. And we shall uh, catch you next time. See you soon.